The story of Yaakov Avinu, as portrayed by these parshias, is particularly relevant, timelessly relevant to each Jew. Yaakov is the Av who suffered, suffered from a brother who sought to kill him. He suffered from a father-in-law who double-cheated him. He suffered the abduction of his daughter Dina, the violation of his daughter Dina, the kidnapping of his son Yosef. And all of us who know the story of human suffering, who face down the challenges of life, the vicissitudes of life, turn to Yaakov Avinu for inspiration, to be inspired with how he coped, the way he found Hashem amidst his struggles, to, and, to, and to follow in his way to likewise do the same amidst our own struggles. One aspect of this can be traced in a medrash in the beginning of last week's parsha, Parshas Vayetze, in the Chalom, in the dream, with the Malachim. Yaakov beholds angels going up the ladder, down the ladder. These Malachim say the Medrash represent the guardian angel which protects a Jew when he travels, when he leaves his comfort zone, when he leaves home. As the Pasuk says, There is this Malach, there is this expression of Hashem's presence escorting you on your journey as you wander, as the wandering Jew has wandered and been persecuted and ostracized throughout his struggles. This is the story of Yaakov. This is the story of Yisrael Begolos finding Hashem. Behold, Rechecha, miss the wandering. I would suggest that this medrash is more than simply a commentary to a particular pasuk, to a particular story of Malachim and Yaakov's life, but becomes more powerful when we trace a pattern, a pattern in the text. Malachim keep on appearing throughout Yaakov's Gola story in both last week's Parsha, Parsha Svayetze, and continuing into this week's Parsha, Parsha Svayishlach. Because after that initial story of the Malachim on the ladder, we later find during Yaakov's stay in Lavan, when Yaakov is struggling to amass a parnasa and support his family by shepherding the sheep. And he describes in Parak Lamed Aleph, A malach appeared to me in the dream and said, Look at the sheep. Look how the sheep grow. And I ensure that, that your flock grows and you have parnasa despite Lavan's efforts to persecute you, to beleaguer you, to undermine your parnasa. And then again at the end of Parshas Vayetze, we have Malachim once again. Yaakov saw Malachim. On his flight from Lavan, his journey to re-enter the land, he once again encounters Malachim. Malachim throughout the parsha, specifically Malachim throughout his journey, is the ongoing saga of Ki Malachim throughout his journey. And then in our parsha, as he continues to sojourn, and he develops even more confidence to face down Esav, Vayishlach Yaakov. Yaakov sends messengers to Esav. The Pesach says not simply Vayishlach Yaakov Shluchim, Yaakov sent messengers, but rather Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim, Yaakov sent Malachim, literally translated as angels, which provokes the Madrasic t- commentary as cited by Rashi. Malachim Mamish, in some sense Yaakov sent actual Malachim. These Malachim are not a freestanding dynamic, but I believe are some sort of expression of this ongoing 
thread, this red thread throughout the text, malacha, 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 a divine protection, protecting him throughout his journey. And then later in our parsha, at least on a level of Medrash, Dar Malacham again, when Esav tells Yaakov, what, what was this machana sharpigashti? What was this entire camp of your agents who I encountered? And Rashi explains, this is a reference to Malachim, menacing Malachim, who accosted Esav in protection of Yaakov. In the words of Rashi, these Malachim said regarding Esav, get him, get him, get him. The other the other, other Malachim said, no, he's the grandson of Avram. And the, and, and the original group of Malachim said, no, I don't care if he's the grandson of Avram. Hit, hit up Esau. He's abandoned the ways of Esau. And then there was another group of Malachim, says Rashi, who said, but he's the son of Yitzchak. Leave him alone. Leave alone this Esau. And the original group of Malachim said, no, I don't care if he's the son of Yitzchak. He's abandoned the ways of Yitzchak. Hit him up. Only a third group of Malachim said he's the brother of Esau. And they said, leave him alone. The brother of Yaakov, I apologize. This Esau is the brother of Yaakov. And only then the Malachim said, leave him alone. Thus making it clear to Esau that he must remain on good terms, peaceful, harmonious terms with Yaakov. Yaakov is his only saving grace. It is not a coincidence, once again, that this Medrash is speaking of Malachim. I believe Chazal are seeing here an ongoing pattern of Malachim in the story of Yaakov. These Malachim, Ki Malachim guardian angels, which gives us renewed appreciation of a Pusik we know oh so familiarly, a Pusik upon which we were reared on our mother's knee from the time we were toddlers and we were put to sleep. Yaakov says, The Malach who redeemed me, who protected me, from all evil, should protect my grandchildren, Ephraim and Menashe. What is this Malach angel who protected him from all evil of whom Yaakov speaks? We know the Pesach so well, but when you think about it, it's mysterious. Who's this Malach? What's this reference to the Malach? Well, you and I now can take ownership of that Pesach. It's so clear that Malach slash Malachim is a reference to the entire textual pattern of angels throughout Yaakov's journeys, throughout his Gullus, throughout his journey. That's the Mikorah, that's from all evil, the vicissitudes of Gullus. This Malach is the icon of ongoing divine protection, a palpable sense of Hashem's presence, amidst whatever he faces. And that is the blessing which Yaakov is giving his grandsons Ephraim and Menashe from Shevet Yosef, the tribe of Yosef, which is the tribe of Gullus, as we know. It was Yosef who shepherded the Jewish people in Gullus, Gullus, Mitzrayim, and beyond. Because the Malach HaGol Misimi captures Yaakov's ability to find the Malach, to find the, the discernible divine presence protecting him in Gullus. And that remains the story of Yaakov's progeny when they are in Gullus. Whether they are Perseia Farimah Menashe from the tribe of Yosef, the iconic tribe of Gullus, or any Yisrael by Gullus. Now I would argue, while we are not Yaakov Avinu, while we might not be Nevi'im and merit prophecy and Ruch HaKodesh and the ability to behold actual spiritual angelic-like forces, whatever ability we have to trace Hashgacha Pratis, Hashem protecting us, close calls when things could have really been bad, but then so clearly it was not Bader Hatav, it was not natural and to be assumed. Somehow we were saved due to what can only be ascribed, what can only be attributed to Hashgacha Hashem, that would be our Hamalach HaGolosinikora, a divine force. It is our equivalent to the overt open revelation of the Malach, which Yaakov experienced throughout his life, beginning on the Sulam, beginning on the latter and last week's Parsha. And I would 
tease this out from the Pasuk in the beginning of our parasha, Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim, Yaakov sent Malachim. There is no question that on a level of Pshat, in this case, it reads Yaakov sent messengers, human messengers, Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim, not angels. And this is clear from Unclus's commentary. Unclus renders these Malachim, Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim, with a translating word for messenger, not as in the other cases we studied. The other references to Malachim, such as on the ladder, where Unklish says Malchaya, these were angels. Of course, Targum Unklish translating on a level of Pshat will see the Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim as physical messengers. It is Midrashic, a Midrashic perspective, as cited by Rashi, the use of the term Malachim means Malachim Mamish. Well, this duality of Pshat and Drash, Malachim as in physical messengers, Malachim as in angelic forces, is, I suggest, a duality by design, by divine design of the divine author of the story. He wants us to see that Malachim need not be limited to the heavenly, celestial, ethereal beings who Yaakov perceived on the ladder. But they could be a certain sense of Shekhinah who accompany human messengers. They could be Beyond, beyond the Yaakov story, all of us in our own life, as we described before, we could discern Hashem's presence protecting us, ensuring that those close calls are in fact close misses, and we walk away unscathed from people who mean us harm, and circumstances which can be perilous. Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim. The human messengers and the angelic forces are one, they are on both levels, whether the angelic realm, whether the human realm. The message is the same. Hashem is with us, protecting us. We have the discernible divine presence steering our ship amidst the tumultuous turbulence of Gullus.